everybody. So awesome to see you guys on today. Just give me one second, just sharing to as many people as I possibly can. So good to see you guys. It is Wednesday. So excited about that. Look, if you have not hit your share button, just go ahead and let's start hitting that share button. Share with many, as many people as you possibly can. I really believe that God definitely has a word for you on today. It is Wednesday, y'all. Can you believe it? We're already here. We're already at hump day. Even though some people will say that Wednesday is the worst day, but I believe that Wednesday, Wednesdays are the best days because that's the day that God speaks to us specifically about what it is that we are going through. Hey, my mama is on. Both my mother, my moms are on. My mother in love is on. Hey, Reverend Paulette Burroughs, she says, hi, Pastor. And then my mom is on all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. She says, hey, baby girl, missed you for the last two weeks because of prior engagements, but I'm here today. Oh, that's so sweet. So good to see you. So excited to have you guys on. And of course, uh, those of you that are chiming in, if uh, I'm not acknowledging you, I always like to tell people it's not because I'm being shady, but for whatever reason, you probably just have your settings uh, set up to a, a place where it won't alert the person uh, that you're tuning into of who you are, and that's fine. It's some crazy folks out there, and sometimes you just don't want people to know that you're watching their broadcast, so don't feel bad about that, but I do want to wish you a wonderful, uh, good afternoon. It's afternoon here, but it might be morning time where you are, or it could be evening time. We've had people chime in from the UK, and right now, believe or not, it is evening time there. And so wherever it is that you are watching from, I definitely want to wish you a wonderful, good day. Um, I do know that there are people that are chiming in from the wonderful Fishbowl Radio Network. And so I'm so thankful for the nations that are literally tuning in from the around the world. I definitely want to give you guys a wonderful good afternoon as well. And so I'm just waiting on you to hit that hit that share button if you haven't already. And um, while I'm waiting on that, I do want to wish a wonderful uh, afternoon and give a special shout out to our sponsor, Sacred Faith and Inspired Gifts. And um, I'm so thankful for her, uh, so thankful for that company. She is our January sponsor. And so we're so thankful for uh, Sister Erin Weller, who is the owner of Sacred Faith and Inspired Gifts. Also, she has an event coming up this Saturday, February 3rd, y'all. Can y'all believe that we are going into the second month of 2024? And so um, she has a... Okay, hold on one second. We're going to play this ad for you guys. I want you guys to hear this. Let me see. Can you guys hear it? Let me know. Let me see. Okay, hold on one second. Guys, bear with me. 
Discover a haven of faith-inspired treasures at Sacred, your premier Christian faith retail destination. Explore a divine collection of Bibles, uplifting literature, and a thoughtfully selected range of Christian-inspired merchandise, including apparel, accessories, and beautifully crafted religious art and decor that beautifully express your faith. Sacred hosts empowering events that uplift your spirit and strengthen your connection with God. From insightful workshops, including vision planning nights, to heartwarming fellowship at the popular Sacred Beach Bonfire Nights, we're committed to nurturing your spiritual growth. Follow us on Instagram at sacred underscore BDA and visit sacredbermuda.com for more information on events and upcoming markets and pop-ups. Sacred, your journey to a deeper connection with God begins here. Yes, so you heard it. That is our sponsor for the month of January. And so uh, one thing that she mentioned in there is uh, an event that they hold uh, yearly is a vision board night, a vision board night and party event. And so she just so happens to be having that event coming up this Saturday, February 3rd, and it's going to be happening at 6.30 p.m. right at the National National Sports, uh, National, what, how do you say it? National Sports Center. Lord, I was about to say na National Sports Stadium. And so for those of you that live in Bermuda, you will know exactly where I'm talking about. It's right there in the pavilion. And so uh, the cost to get in is $120. And let me tell you something, it is worth it. There's going to be light refreshments served there as well as a vision board kit that's going to be given to us. And so uh, also, if you say, you know what, I can't pay $120 up front today. Can I do payment plans? You ask the right question. You can indeed do payment plans. So if you're wondering how to get in touch with her, you can go to Aaron, L. Aaron Weller's Instagram page and the link is right there in her, her bio. Just hit that link and you can register to be a part of this amazing event. I can't wait. I got a few ladies coming uh, from the church. And so we are just so excited. We are pumped because like I always say, how you enter a year is how you will end the year. And so if you enter, enter the year vision-minded, ready to hit the ground running, no excuses, then let me tell you something something, you're going to see some things pop off. And this is one thing that I wasn't able to talk about uh, last week when I had the interview with Aaron. But uh, one of the things that uh, I want to say I did with her about two years ago, my God, time is flying. But two years ago, we had had a vision, a vision board party on Zoom and a few, a few women had come and we had our boards and we put up everything that we were wanting to see that year and beyond. On. And I put out, I put up some things. And at the time, I didn't know how I was going to do it. But I was like, look, uh, God, I believe that this is what you're asking me to do. And so nonetheless, I'm going to get it done. And so uh, I put it out there on my vision board. And by the end of that year, I kid you guys not that the majority of the things that I had written down, they came to pass. And so it is very imperative if you are a visionary, 
If you are a woman of insight, let me tell you something. Contrary to popular belief, being a visionary is not just given to a man. Uh, being a visionary is given, uh, it is given uh, to women and men. And uh, some of you, you have vision. You got some stuff on the inside of you that God is asking you to do. And when I tell you this is how it starts, by writing it down. We know this because the Bible says to write the vision and make it plain that he that readeth it may run with it. And then it goes on to say in a, another scripture, it says the vision is yet for an appointed time, but in the end it shall speak and it shall not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, for it shall surely come to pass. It will not tarry. And so there were people in the word of God that were known as the sons of Issachar. That was their names. And um, I was reading about them this morning, <clears throat> reading about them this morning, because some people say that they were skilled in astrology because they knew the seasons, they knew the times, while others will say that they were just very sensitive to the move of God. And down through here, this is the place that we need to be as the body of Christ. We need to become more sensitive to what God is saying, really lean into his voice because we are in a time right now where we need to hear precisely what heaven is speaking over his church because I truly believe that with everything that is showing up you know one thing that truly gets on my nerves in this day and age is you have so many social media prophets and it doesn't mean that every person on social media that has a prophetic gift is false but it does mean that you need to be you need to be very discerning down through here of who you allow to speak in your life because not everybody is sent from the Lord. The Bible says, how can we hear without a preacher and how can they preach unless they be sent? And so you have to understand down through here that not everybody that is saying that they've been sent by the Lord has truly been sent. Well, how do you know how they've been sent? Well, one of the things that you have to do is really look at their fruits. And it's unfortunate because in this day and age, we will, e we will equate the fruits of the spirit to how many followers a person has. If the person has a big following, we'll say, oh, well, they're full of fruit. They must be from the Lord because they got over 100,000 followers. Let me tell you something. At the end of the day, some people, they have the favor of God on their life. And that's why they have a growing following. While some people, they just have good marketing skills. They have the right people that they have hired to surround them, to help them to push their name and to push their, their brand. And look, if that's what you want to do, I don't have no problem with that. But I do have a problem when the people in the body of Christ equate how popular someone is to the, to the fruits, to them obtaining or having the fruits of the spirit. That is not what that means. As a matter of fact, you got a lot of people out here in the body of Christ that have 300 followers, a thousand followers, but the word in, of the Lord in their mouth is sure. And what I truly believe in this, in this hour, 
I truly believe that God is causing those that have been on the backside of the desert, those that have had to hide out in caves. One thing about the children of Israel, whenever they were getting ready to go to battle, one of the things that they would do to hide themselves from the enemy is they would hide out in caves, they would hide out in holes, they would hide out in places and remain hidden from the enemy. And some of you have gone through similar seasons where the Lord has kept you hidden. You've been in a Psalm 91 season for the past 10 years. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And that's the place where so many of you have been. And God has strategically placed you there. And a lot of people will look at where you've been and they'll, and they'll look at where you are and they will say, oh, well, I guess they're not doing any anything great. But let me tell you something, just because you're in the back of the line does not mean that you're not doing anything great. What we need to begin to start focusing on is the fact that you're in line. Come on here, somebody. Don't focus on my position in the line. Come on, don't get thrown off because you will miss it. And what you want to guard against in this season is people that think that you are only being used by the Lord and you only mean something if you're in the front. These type of individuals are dangerous individuals because they look at your life and they judge you based upon where you are. But let me tell you something, you better start looking at the fact that you're in the line. If you are in line, that means that eventually you're going to move up a little bit closer. We know this, any woman that has ever grocery shopped, any woman that has ever uh, gone shopping in the mall, even when that line is long, it might might take you a little while to get to the cash register, but give me a moment. I'm going to get to the front eventually. And so some of you, I need for you to stay where you are. Do not move. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but have you ever been in a long line and you look over at the other line and it seems to be moving faster? And so what do we do? We get out of the line that's not moving and we go into the other line that's moving faster. And then the moment that we move, all of a sudden the line that we were in, it starts to move. And now the line that we came to is now stalled. Come on, I need to encourage somebody on this afternoon. And I need to let somebody know you cannot move. I need for you to stand there. I know that it's taken a little bit longer than what you suspected or what you expected. I know that you thought that you would be there by now. But just wait a little bit longer. This is what the Bible says. The Bible says that when Moses ran to the back of the, the when Moses ran to the back of the desert or in the wilderness, uh, before he before God gave him the assignment to go to Pharaoh, the Bible says that he did that because he knew that if he was to return back to Egypt before his before it was time, they would have thrown him in jail. And 
so he waited for that Pharaoh to die off. Come on, you think that God is overlooking you? You think that God has completely ignored you? No, he is waiting on the right timing because what you don't know is there are people that if they see you coming now, these individuals will have a hand in discouraging or they will have a hand in stopping the move of God if you were to show up now. Come on, how do we know this? Even when it comes to David and when it comes to Saul, the Bible says that it took him years to come into the kingship. So for years, he was hiding out in the cave of Adullam. But while he was hiding out, the spirit of God was confirming who he was to about 400 people. The Bible says that these men, they showed up out of nowhere and they said, David, we know that the hand of God is on your life and God has called us. He has assigned us to, he has assigned us to connect ourselves with you. Come on, while you're in the back of the line, you don't know, but there are people that are watching you and God is specifically speaking to them about you and they're getting ready to call you. They're getting ready to come to you and have a conversation with you and they're going to say, look, God told me to leave where I am and come to you because there's something about you and I don't need for I don't need for a thousand people on social media to confirm who you are. I don't need to see you go on a big stage before I make my move because I can already see in the realm of the spirit that there is oil that's on your life. I can already see in the realm of the spirit that the queenship is getting ready to fall on your head. I can already see in the realm of the spirit that the horn of oil is looking for you in this season and there is elevation that's about to hit your house. But if I can see it, if others can see it, I need for you to see it. The Bible says that David spent years in the cave. Come on. You don't understand what season that you're in, but allow me to introduce you to your season that God has you in right now. He has you in a season of gathering up. He has you in a season. He has you in a season of hiding out because he is waiting on the right time for you to come forward. And can I tell some of you that God's about to move you forward? Come on. What did Shirley Caesar say back in the day? She said, you are next in line for a miracle. Your name is about to be called. Some of you don't know this, but your name is being called even now. It's not only being called in the realm of the spirit, but it's being called in rooms that you didn't even know existed. It's being called by people that you didn't even know was watching you. I'm telling you right now, God is getting ready to call your name. Come on, what you ought to do at this moment is make it personal and say to yourself, God is getting ready to call Chanel's name, but I need for you to stay put. You say, but woman of God, my line is not moving and I've been here for years. Well, that's exactly what David had to go through. I keep going back to this because I feel an anointing on this. He had to remain in the stronghold for years until, and I read this this morning, until Saul died. 
And even after Saul died, theologians say that he still remained in the stronghold because he wanted to make sure that he had full clearance from the Lord. Because even though Saul was dead, some of his sons were still living. Some of his sons, they were still alive. And so you don't know what he might have said to them. You don't know. He might have said to them, look, I'm getting ready to leave this earth, but I need for you to be on the lookout for David. And so David remained in the stronghold even after Saul died. But then there came a moment where the spirit of God said, now is the time. I need for you to move. I need for you to move. Come on. Even when it comes to the Zerubbabel and Joshua, the Bible says in the book of Zechariah, and even in the book of Ezra, and in the book of Haggai, the Bible says that there came a moment where Zerubbabel and Joshua, they stopped building the temple because there were people on the outside that were trying to discourage the move of God. And so this is what they did. They began to start spreading vicious lies to the workers, to the Levites, and to the priests, and it caused them to come to a sudden standstill. Come on, some of you that are watching me today, some of you that are listening in through Fishbowl Radio Network, your life has come to a sudden standstill and you don't know why. Well, let me let me tell you exactly what it is that's been going on over your head. There have been some words that have come up against you and this is what people do. People, they will listen more to negative Negativity than they will to positive sayings because people don't want to hear anything positive. They want to hear the juicy stuff. And so people, without even knowing who you are, people that have never even met you, if somebody comes to them and tells them a whole lie about you, they'll run with it. And so this is what these individuals did. They told a whole lie uh, to... Um, to uh, the priests and the Levites that were helping them build the temple. And the Bible says that it caused the work to stop. Come on, but I got an announcement to make to somebody today. The work is getting ready to start again. God is getting ready to send you help. God is getting ready to send those individuals that have been under, that have been under the hold of a lie. They've been under the stronghold of the lie of the enemy. God is going to cause that lie to release their mind. They're getting ready to see you for who you really are and they're getting ready to let the lie go and they're getting ready to come back on the scene. For every person that was told that you are a thief and believed it, God's getting ready to vindicate. For every person that was told that you were a liar and they believed it, God's getting ready to vindicate. For every person that lied and said that you did you sexually assaulted somebody. I'm telling you right now that God is getting ready to vindicate your name and he's getting ready to wipe the slate clean. Your name and your ministry will not go down for stuff that you did not do. The devil is a liar. This is not how this season ends for you. This season will not end with lies attached to your name. I declare in the name of Jesus that you will not carry this into your future. I declare that you will 
not carry this unto your grave. I declare that your family will not have to take on this lie and carry it till their grave. I break it now under the power of Almighty God. Word curses come down over the lives of these God's people. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ that vindication is going forth. I declare that God is causing the Holy Spirit to stand up on your behalf in the courts of heaven. He is fighting for you now. He is your lawyer right now. He is speaking truth and it is going forth like a mighty arrow and it is piercing asunder everything that tried to stop you and sabotage you. The Bible says that Zerubbabel and them, it took them 15 years. They had put down the tools for 15 years. Some of you have put down the book for 15 years. Some of you have put down the word for 15 years. Some of you have put down your destiny for 15 years. But this is the day that I command your soul to pick it back up. This is the day that I command your spirit to pick it back up. This is the day that I command your spirit to begin to lean in again to what you were born for. For before I placed you in your mother's womb, I ordained you. I predestined you and I called you a prophet. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you're hearing the word. You're hearing the word. The Bible says that the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, they came to Zerubbabel and Joshua and they said, you gotta pick back up the work again. They said, you're over here making your houses look good, but my house has holes in the ceiling. My house, it stands in ruins. And the Bible says, the Bible says that they picked back up the weapons of Oshan. The Bible says that the very person that authorized them to do the work was now dead and gone and another king had arisen. But the Bible says,